Good Tuesday morning, visionary. Excuse me, visionaries. Up first is a very important convention announcement for Tuesday, September 15, 2015, and here it is. The deadline for registration has been extended for a very limited amount of time. Let me repeat that. The deadline for the convention registration has been extended for a very limited amount of time, so don't hesitate. Register. This is a big convention by any standard, folks. Just imagine having all of us under one roof speaking the same language, solving the same malady with the same solution, laughing it up, kicking up our heels, and being at times very deadly serious, spending time in the same room with fellows that we had once only been able to hear by phone or perhaps in some form of social media. We have hung on tight to each other for three years, and in some 45 days, the opportunity for us to come together will be here. We'll be amongst big book scholars and speakers galore. Why all these recorded commercials? Because we do not want one of us to be left behind, not anyone that's on the fence, no one that even has not heard this, do we not want to miss them at all. Anyone anywhere suffering from this malady personally is invited to come and receive the love that this fellowship has to offer and the recovery that comes from the teaching from the big book happening throughout this extraordinary weekend. On Friday, October 30th at 7 p.m., we will be rocking the house at Wyndham Virginia Beach Hotel in Virginia. Come and join us. Come and be a part of this phenomenal weekend event. Register today on our website at www.avisionforyou.info. And now it's time to begin our big book study. Good morning again and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, A Vision for You Big Book Study. My name is Melanie C and I am a recovered compulsive overeater. Today is Tuesday, September 15th, 2015, and today we are reading from the big book, and we are on page 164, paragraph 2, mid-paragraph beginning, but obviously. Today's readers are reading the 12 steps, Janice B., reading the 12 traditions, Diane G., and reading the text this morning is Chelsea H., Martha Z. and Janice M. The reference number for yesterday, Monday, September 14, 2015, is 7997. 7997. The OA Preamble. Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who, through shared experience, strength, and hope, are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members. We are self-supporting through our own contributions, neither soliciting nor accepting outside donations. OA is not affiliated with any public or private organization, political movement, ideology, or religious doctrine. We take no position on outside issues. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. Our sole purpose. OA's fifth tradition states, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. At A Vision for You Big Book Study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 Traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I will now ask Janice B. to read the 12 steps. 
Good morning, visionaries. This is Janice B., recovered compulsive overeater, grateful to be here doing service. The 12 steps of OA. One, we admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Five, admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Six, we're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Seven, humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings. Eight, made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Nine, made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. Ten, continued to take personal inventory, and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. Eleven, sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. Twelve, having had a spiritual awakening as the result of these steps, we try to carry this message to compulsive overreaders and to practice these principles in all our affairs. Pass. Thank you, Janice B. I will now ask Diane G. to read the 12 traditions. Good morning, everyone. This is Diane G. from New Hampshire. So grateful to be here with all of you this morning. The 12 traditions. One, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. Three, the only requirement for OA membership is a desire to stop eating compulsively. Four, each group should be autonomous except in matters affecting other groups or OA as a whole. Five, each group has but one primary purpose to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. Six, an OA group ought never endorse, finance, or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise, lest problems of money and property and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. Seven, every OA group ought to be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. Eight, Overeaters Anonymous should remain forever non-professional, but our service centers may employ special workers. Nine, OA as such ought never be organized, but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible for those they serve. Ten, Overeaters Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues, hence the OA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. Eleven, our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, films, television, and other public media of communication. And twelve, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. Thank you so much, Melanie, and I pass. Thank you very much, Diane G. Thank you. 
how our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and literature we are discussing and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only. Our abstinence requirement for moderator is one year and for reader is six months. There is no abstinence requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We are sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, press star 1 to unmute. And once you are done sharing, let us know by saying pass. Then press star 1 to mute your phone. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone, except the speakers, should be muted. And today we resume the study of the big book on page 164, the second paragraph, mid-paragraph, six lines down, but obviously. And I will ask. Chelsea Ace to begin our study today. Thank you, Melanie. Thanks for your service. I'm Chelsea H. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater for today. But obviously, you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right, and great things and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is the great fact for us. Okay. Set my timer here. Okay, so for me, this um, information here, see to it that my relationship is right with him so that I'll be able to transmit something because it's telling me that I won't be able to carry this message if I haven't gotten the message myself. And um, it really points to me the uh, first question of step two on page 47 where it asks me, do I now believe or am I even willing to believe that there is a power greater than myself. And when I can answer that question and I walk through this process and have the experience, I will have a new order of things. And then um, I'm told in this big book that the new order of things are essential. On page 14 in Bill's story, it says, belief in the power of God plus enough willingness, honesty, and humility to establish and maintain the new order of things were essentials. The relationship throughout this book has been telling me that I have to establish a relationship. I hadn't been good at relationships. I didn't know how to conduct myself, just living. I had an issue living. I had an issue with deep within my own soul, and I needed to be made whole. And the only way I could was by walking through this process. This is the great fact. The great fact is, is that after I have this experience, Great events will come to pass, and that has been my experience. Life has really taken on a whole new meaning for me, and now my behavior reflects what I believe. It um, speaks to the fact that I'm willing to accept one day at a time, and sometimes throughout the day I have to be reminded that I am willing to accept and take the action necessary to reset myself when self comes back in. I'm finite. I have to accept that. And the spirit of the universe is infinite. And that's the power that I have to rely on. It says to me um, in this book, Ebby told Bill, my friend promised when these things were done, I would enter upon a new relationship with my creator, that I would have the elements of a way of living. There it is. That it is for me. It answered all my problems, not just the food, 
The food is way in the background itself now that I have to deal with a day at a time so that I could be useful, so that I could be helpful to others. I can be other-centered. And this is open for anybody. It says the realm of the spirit is broad and roomy, all-inclusive, never exclusive or forbidding. But there's a caveat there for those who earnestly seek. I'm a seeker now, one day at a time, and I try to grow this relationship to grow in understanding and to be useful to my divine director and the world about me and the people about me. And with that, I'll pass. Thanks for letting me share. Thank you, Chelsea. Charles Gates from New York. Hi, Melanie. Hi, Charles. Good morning to you. Sylvia. Hi, Sylvia. Carolyn. Kim Marcella. Oh, Sally. Marcella, Sally. Melissa. Mary B. Mary B. Okay. Anyone else? Vasa O. Hi, Vasa. Got you. Anybody else? Got quite a line here. Sneak in real quick if you want. Brooke. Did you say Brooke? Yep. Brooke, what's the first initial of your last name? Uh, w. W, Brooke W. Okay, good morning. Let's go with that. It's quite a lineup. Exciting. Okay, so I have in this order Charles H., Sylvia F., like Frank, Carolyn, I'm, I, Carolyn H., I believe, Marcella M., Sally. A, Melissa C, Kim G, Mary B, Vasa O, and Brooke W. If I got any of those last initials wrong, hopefully you'll clear that up for me. Good morning, Charles. Star one. Good morning, Melanie. This is Charles A. for Recovered Visionary Just for Today. Thank you for your continued um, and vital service in my life and in everybody else's. Um, but you can't transmit, right? <laughs> you know, you know, the revolutionary change that page 50 and page 25 is talking about is, you know, my connection. Like, I, you know, before I was connected to, to, to my God, all I transmitted was calamity, trauma, um, episodes, uh, just more nonsense. But see, when, you know, just the revolutionary change for me is um, just for today, right, you know, I transmit peace. And, and, and love, you know, through the, see, I, I, see, I don't, I, I don't need your hookup. You know, I got my own connection to a power greater than myself. And, and, and hopefully that's what I try to transmit, you know, sometimes, sometimes in a day better than others, but you know, you can't transmit something you ain't got. Like I used to, I had some, I, I, tag I was in, I trans, I trans, I, I transmitted the disease, you know, I could even recall as a, you know, a, a beginning sponsor, not a recovered sponsor. I transmitted drama. I tr- if I was, I was trying to be in your head. I try to control the situation. I try to be the principal, right? I was in your head. I was out of my mind. But just for today, like I try to be like my higher power and just try to help people and stay connected. And and not for for him to get the glory, not me. I'm just a vessel, an empty vessel that he fills up. So I try to get filled up every day because. By the, by twelve or one a.m. I'm 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 empty, so I need to, you know, refill. So with that, I'm gonna pass, and uh, thank you for your service, Melanie. Thank you, Charles H. Sylvia F. Your turn. And this is Sylvia F. Upstate New York, recovered compulsive overeater for today. I'm so grateful to be with all of you on these amazing paragraphs. And what I wanted to share is, <clears throat> I mean, it had this whole paragraph certainly. 
Um, obviously, you cannot transmit something you haven't got. Uh, see to it, your relationship with him is right. And so what I have to do is work on that on a daily basis. And this is such a good reminder that I, I had to do so much more than to make a decision to have faith. I had to act on that faith. And I, for me, I see it as exercising a muscle, and it's a muscle that's been so atrophied. So as I work that muscle, um, I, get to, I get to have this relationship that I get to pass on when I hold my hand with others. Um, what happens for me is that uh, I have to have a recovery that other people want, and, I ha- and my faith and my actions have to be so strong that it's something that I could pass along like electricity, lightning going right through me until that person grabs my hand and we come alongside. This is such an amazing paragraph. There's so many people lined up that I'm going to keep this short, and I'm just grateful to be here, and I pass. Thank you, Sylvia. And now, Carolyn H. Star one, Carolyn. While we wait for Carolyn, Marcella M., are you ready? You would be next. I'm ready. Can you hear me? I can. Good morning, Marcella. Good morning, visionaries. My name is Marcella M. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater. I'm so happy to be with you. And I'm counting the days to see you live. I absolutely love the enthusiasm of Melanie selling her convention. Um, I just can't wait. Really, really, I can't wait. And this line, this reading today, that obviously we cannot transmit something that we we don't have. Well, we we've got it. We've got it as a fellowship together. A vision for you has been granted. This incredible blessing of applying the wisdom of the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous to our common problem of food. And I see it, you know, reading a little bit of the history of OA as a whole. I feel like we've been granted a second opportunity. And I'm asking formally to the higher power that struck uh, sober, Bill and Bob, humility that we may not become arrogant and as a fellowship as a whole and say, nobody has the truth but us. Because that's how all the splinters and all the division and the lack of unity that we are taught in the traditions, frankly, and it'll be in our best interest to learn the traditions again, that we need to stay together. That I very much hope, and I'll do whatever I can to protect our group, our vision for you from, you know, your recovery is better than mine, and your spiritual experience is not as good as mine, and your higher power is not as good as mine, and your physical appearance is not recovered enough, and all of that nonsense that 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 doesn't create unity. I'm so grateful for my sponsor. I mean, I would speak to her every night, you know, and I didn't ask her her age or her weight or nothing, right? And then I never forget, I'll never, never forget the first time that I saw her life. By now, I felt deep feelings of affection and gratitude towards her. But I remember praying, God, God, please, please, I want to see the light in the eyes and the slim body. 
And I remember the first time that I saw her, ah, I just I was shaking looking at her because her appearance was very different from what I thought it was. I always picture her brown with black hair and she's blonde with blue eyes. And I was shaking, shaking, saying, ah, the fire in the eyes, the fire in the eyes. We are so lucky that we can transmit this recovery with the fire in our voices. And I know because I've seen some of you that the fire in the eyes matches the fire in the voices and the bodies and the radiance. And, and we didn't do it in our own merit. It has been granted, granted to us. And God, please keep us humble and keep us teachable. And with that, I'll pass. Thank you, Marcella. And another quick call out for Carolyn, if I have that right. Would you like to share? If not, we can move on. Okay. Second call. Sally A., it would be your turn then. Thank you. Thanks, Mel. Good morning and visions for you. This is Sally A. in South Jersey, a recovered compulsive overeater, and so grateful to be here this morning with all of you. And so we have this fabulous paragraph that we're reading slowly and carefully um, unpacking such important messages. So when I read the sentence, but obviously you cannot transmit something you haven't got, see to it that your relationship, that your relationship, no one else's, your relationship with him is right and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. And so... You know, interestingly, when I look at this paragraph in context, I see these words, God will constantly disclose more to you. And this has been my experience. It's been a progressive illness, and it is a progressive illness that I have, but it's also a progressive recovery. And then we're instructed to ask him this just very gentle way of suggesting that we pray in the morning what we can do for the man who is still sick and answers, the answers will come if our house is in order. If our, if we paid attention to the marbles on our desktop, in my mind, the marbles. And all, then I come to this important sentence, but obviously you cannot transmit something you haven't got. And so they're instructing me here to be quiet. They're asking me to be wise with with my own with what I'm going to share. And, and this has been progressive for me too. You know, I went from a stage of I'm recovered, I should be speaking, uh, you know, and the sense of, you know, um, compelling myself to go forward and share my recovery. And then I grew some more. I became more progressively recovered. And I'm learning more and more that there's always more and that there are people in the midst of this meeting that we are on who have years more recovery than I do. And I want to continue to learn from their voices of recovery. And so consequently, it causes me on a regular basis progressively to pull back and to take time to be quiet and to listen and to be very prayerful and ask God in my morning meditation, do you want me to speak this morning or should I be quiet? So I can learn from the many here who have far more recovery than I do so that I can make room for those who know more and have more recovery. Because obviously I cannot transmit what I haven't got because they've got more recovery. That doesn't mean I have none, but it means they've got more. And this is humbling. 
Thanks for letting me share. With that, I pass. Thank you, Sally A. Melissa C. Hi, good morning. It's Melissa C., a recovered <clears throat> compulsive overeater from New York. Um, you know, but obviously you cannot transmit you, something you haven't got. Uh, I used to think that I was all-powerful, and I transmitted my well, you know, my negative energy, what I wanted, um, you know, and to transmit something, you know, to kind of send it forward, Um but if I had not formed a relationship with my higher power, then I was transmitting only my lowest weakness. You know, my diseased perspective was what I was putting forward. Um, you know, and when I began listening to this meeting, what really drew me in, what I thought was so powerful here, was what was being transmitted. The talking I heard and that I continue to hear was all about creating a relationship with God, you know, about getting our egos right-sized so that we can, um, you know, clear the blockage so that we can, you know, better know God's will. And um, so how do I keep my relationship with, with him right? You know, that's what I need to ask every morning. That's what I reflect on. That's what I meditate on. Um, you know, how can I best serve thee today? Who can I help? How can I be useful today? Um, you know, keeping my relationship with God has to be forefront in my mind, um, not only my abstinence. You know, my abstinence is so that I can have a relationship with God because once I start eating, um, I have no relationship with God. But my, you know, the great fact for me today is um, that my recovery is about so much more than this physical body or about just the food that I put in this body, but it's the the spiritual connection I have today. And um, thank you with that, I'll pass. Thank you, Melissa C. Kim G., you're next. Good morning, Melanie. Good morning, all. My name is Kim G., and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater from South Jersey. But obviously you cannot transmit something you haven't got. You know, I think the big question is, what are we transmitting? And for anyone who hasn't treated themselves yet to, to Joe's special edition about our real purpose, that to me is the crux of this. What are we transmitting? You know, if we look at the title page to our book, it says, how many thousands of men and women have recovered from alcoholism? In the forward to the first edition, it says, we of Alcoholics Anonymous, more than 100 men and women who have recovered from a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body to show other alcoholics precisely how we have recovered is the main purpose of this book, and it should be the main purpose of a meeting. So we've got to ask ourselves, is that, is that the purpose of our meetings? You know, I, my personal experience is I would often come into a, a, an OA meeting and just use an analogy. It's like I'm signing up for football camp, and I go into the camp, and they're handing me tennis rackets and telling me about the scoring of a tennis game. It's like, what are you talking about? So do we know what our purpose is and do we know what we're transmitting? Because once again, my personal experience when I came into OA was the format would tell me this is not a diet and calories club. And then they would also tell me after 21 days of abstinence, I was supposed to sponsor with no mention of the steps. So the only thing I can sponsor at that point is the diet I'm on. So we have to look at what are we transmitting? You know, I often think to myself, I go into meetings and, you know, any meeting, and people will share on steps they haven't taken. 
you know, if you haven't taken a step, what you're sharing is your opinion of what that step is like. If we're supposed to be sharing our experience, our strength, and our hope, that means we should have taken the steps if we're sharing on it. You know, and when I work with my girls, you know, I, when they take step three, I have them call me newcomers and share what a step three experience is like. When they take their fourth step and give their fifth step, they're calling newcomers. Why? Because they've now experienced that step. We don't need to wait to step 12 to share our experience. But I can't share experience about a step nine if I haven't done a step nine. But if your real purpose is just to get thin, if that is enough for you, and if you are able to get peaceful by just getting thin, by just being abstinent, you can go to a diet program. There's no reason for you to be an Overeaters Anonymous. Now, you're welcome in Overeaters Anonymous if that's your reality. My, my caveat is please do not sponsor someone like me because sponsoring me on a message of abstinence only will kill me. So I think it's a great question for us to ask, but obviously you cannot transmit something you haven't got. What are we transmitting? And have we had the experience of what we're transmitting, or are we transmitting our opinions about what we think it is? And with that, I pass. Thank you, Kim G. Mary B. Good morning, Melanie. This is Mary B. Gratefully recovered in Central California today. Uh, thank you very much for your service, and thanks everyone who shared this morning. Um, they say when you fall off a horse, it's important to get right back on. So I do want to share this morning on this sentence. See to it that your relationship with him is right, and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. doesn't say see to it that your relationship with your husband is right. See to it that your relationship with your kids is right. Mary, get busy and fix this relationship and fix that one. It just simply says, see to it that your relationship with him is right. And that's my part, is to seek my higher power first, and all else will follow. And I I have so many stories to um and experiences that have demonstrated this truth and have no no time to go into them. But today is one year um, that I called into a vision for you the first time. And I was sharing with one of my sponsees a couple of days ago how my relationship with my husband has changed. And I didn't even think about it. I didn't think about it. I didn't make any effort to change that relationship. It has just changed. And that's been my experience. I have a disease of more. And I've changed my disease of more from wanting more food, more food and more things, and uh, to just wanting more of a relationship with my higher power. That was my purpose for calling a vision for you a year ago. And that is exactly what my experience has been. And today I am so grateful. My relationship with my husband is much better. Um, I am going to Virginia Beach. And a year ago um, when I was asked, are you going? My answer was no. I, I don't think I can do that this year. But I think I'll turn it over to my higher power. So I'll see you guys in Virginia Beach. 
thanks for letting me share. Thank you, Melanie. Thank you, Mary B. Vasa O. Good morning, Vasa. Star one. Oh, sorry. Can you hear me? I can, yes. Good morning. Thank you. I didn't know you called me. Good morning, everyone. Thank you, Melanie, for your service. And I am a grateful, recovered, compulsive reader calling from Massachusetts. I love this paragraph few lines here. How can I carry the message if I, did, if I didn't have the message? I'm so grateful to the messenger that came and carried the mess, her message to me and introduced me to God and the big book and the 12 steps. And uh, my relationship with God is number one today. I wouldn't have what I have today if I don't have my higher power, which I call God, what I've been able to get over the years. And then, again, my relationship is number one with God and others, too. And um, I started having a real relationship with God when I was ready and willing to surrender in my desperation with the food, 150% with the food, and gradually with my life and my will, which uh, I was terrified to turn my life and my will to God. and But I did it anyways, because that's what my sponsor suggested for me to do. And I'm just so grateful. I mean, the food is not even a problem today, you know. I'm, my life is so full that I do during the day. When I turn around, I say, oh, my God, it's time to eat again, you know. The time just goes by so fast what I do in between meals. I've gone back to school because of this program. I've, God has provided a job that I loved. I was fi- so financially insecure when I came to this program. I I just I have such wonderful relationship with my kids. My husband that I was ready to divorce at one time. God has transformed me to a person I never could be the person that I am today. So um, I'm just here to spread the message, what God is doing and has done for me to others. I just need to trust and to rely on God as I go along on my journey. It is a beautiful journey. And there have been some journeys were not as beautiful during the years I've been recovering, but God has been always there to get me through. Thank you, and I pass. Thank you, Vasa O. Brick W. Brooke W. Hi, my name is Brooke, and I'm a compulsive overeater. Um, the main thing that I get today from the message is just staying open to God and allowing, you know, I can't give what I don't have. But I have to stay open. I have to keep that, you know, my vessel open. And for me, that's just staying out of the food and just really focusing on a program of recovery and and stuff like that. So, and that's all I really have for that today. So I'm going to go ahead and pass it on. Okay, great. Thanks, Brooke W. 
Who else would like to comment on this paragraph before we move on? We could take about Larry. five more, I think. And Hi, Chris Janice M. Janice M. I hear Chris Janice. Rick. Chrissy. Larry. Hang on just uh, one second. I'm lost. I lost my ground after Rick. Did I hear Gail T? You did. Did I hear Jill T? Yes, Jill T. Did I hear Renata? Yes. Okay, that probably will take us to the end of the meeting and maybe even before then. So let's go with that and see where we end up. Thank you so much, everyone. Larry Kay, I have you up first. If everyone else can press star one to mute. Larry, are you with us? Star one. Can everyone else press star one to mute? Larry, can we hear you? I heard you once. Well, let's jump on then to uh, Janice M. while Larry's getting his technical difficulties worked out. Okay. Good morning to you, um, Melanie C. and everyone. My name is Janice M. And I am a grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater. I'm going to be just talking and piggybacking on the word, um, see to it that your relationship with him. Of course, we know that is a capital H. So to me, it's a higher power, whomever your higher power is. Mine happens to be God, as I understand him. But the word relationship is very, very important to me. Because, you see, I saw all human relationships and interaction as manipulation to get my own way, to get my needs and wants fulfilled. So I was very confused about a higher power because at one time in my life, for a long time, my higher power didn't do what I wanted. So I could, you know, and I couldn't even form a, you know, a true relationship, a partnership with another human being. I would change higher powers all the time. Of course, it would be food, then it would be gambling, then it would be spending, and then it would be humans. So a relationship is, it, it, the Latin word is, 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 is to carry back. So you see, but with me, my relationship with God, as I understand him or anyone else, was always to take from, you know. So, you know, my higher power, God, you know, the next paragraph is going to teach us how we get this relationship with the higher power because this was the missing piece. To, to my puzzle of compulsive overeating and life in general. See, and my higher power doesn't need me. I need my higher power, my God. You know, my prayers never change God, <laughs> but, you know, um, never change God, but every one of my prayers and the prayers for others changed me. So that's how I see the relationship. So um, if I'm carrying back to God, you know, I must have come from that creator in the first place. So you see, um, these steps, these steps, the, this program has given me the, the power to form a relationship with that power so I could change and live according to that. And, you know, it's such a different, a different way of living of always take, 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 you know, um, but now I'm going to give. I'm going to give back because due to the relationship with that I found um, through these steps. And with that, I pass. Thanks. Thank you, Janice M. Larry Kay. Hi, Melanie. Good morning. Thanks for your service. Um, Larry Kay, uh, 
recovered compulsive overeater. So the, uh, you know, the, the point is that, that we've been, you know, if once we're willing to subject ourselves to this practical program of action, something happens to us. <laughs> it happened to me. And, and, you know, the way I would describe what happened to me is I was brought into alignment with, you know, with my higher power. And so the essential outcome of this program, from what I can tell, is a change, you know, and, and I've experienced a fundamental change where those bedevilments, you know, um, where I could no longer control my emotional nature, I was a prey to misery and depression. Uh, for me, anxiety was a big one. Um, could no longer, uh, you know, have difficulty holding down a job. I could not be of service to other people. Despite having a tremendous intent to be of service to other people, I couldn't. See, I, you know, what, what it was was that I was giving away what I had with inside. You squeeze an orange, what comes out? The only thing that can, orange juice, you squeeze me, back me into a corner. What came out was judgment, indifference, dissent, harshness, tyranny. You know, I, I wasn't giving away um, love and acceptance and kindness and compassion. Oh, every so often, even a clock is right twice a day. A broken clock is right twice a day. You'd see a little bit of that coming out for me. But, but generally, um, I couldn't sustain that stuff, and I knew it. So what God has done for me is God has uh, changed me whereby I can discard old ideas for new ones, you know. And, and that's, that's an amazing thing. And I'll tell you something. If I hadn't experienced it myself, um, I couldn't talk about it sincerely. It would be because I would be you know, what they call cognitively dissonant. I, my walk-walk wouldn't match my talk-talk a whole lot, you know, and I knew it. So every so often I would talk like, wow, I'd have a head full of big book and a belly full of pudding, you know. And so I would, I would talk the talk, but, you know, truth be told, you would know. You wouldn't see that in my eyes. You wouldn't see a healthy body. You wouldn't see a healthy emotional person. You know, so that's what this program has done for me is, you know, we can't give away what we don't have today. What what God has done for me is my talk talk matches my walk walk just a little bit more. Some days a lot more and I can be of service to others. Thank God for Alcoholics Anonymous. So that'll pass. Thanks. Thank you, Larry Kay. Chrissy M. Chrissy M. Hi, good morning. Hi, I'm Chrissy. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater and anorexic from New Jersey. And um, I was thinking that one transmit like really hit me because I before um, this year working working this program on my eating disorder and having uh, a real change in my personality, my, I I. I sort of, it's funny because everybody always said, oh, Chrissy's so friendly. She's so sweet. But I knew what was going on inside my head. I had my own agenda. You know, I was transmitting something, but it wasn't coming from a godly place. It was coming from a place of, you know, let me kill them with kindness so that I could get what I want. 
I I have to say it's the same when I have people that I work with. You know, it, it, people know, and it says it it says it in the book that they retaliate. They know when we have a good or bad motive hidden underneath a good one. So when I when anything that any interaction that I approach, if I'm pro- approaching it from a self-centered want to get my way, even I want to get you abstinent way, you know, no matter what it is, it's 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 clear to to other people, probably clearer to them than it is to myself when I land flat on my face and I have to, you know, take a look at myself, that's when it becomes apparent to me. But I have to be really careful. You know, I I um I get connected to God and then I transmit out to the world from a place of love and not manipulation and fear. And you know, it sounds very simplistic, but people could come to that in all different ways. This happens to be the way that we we need, we've been led to get to God, to get to that place of uh, being a part of the world and not ruler of the world. <laughs> so I'm really, really grateful to be here, but I'm also um, really aware of the fact that um, people come to God and come to that place in many, 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 many different ways, and I'm so interested in that, and I think that's part of my recovery, too. And that, with that, I'll pass. Thanks. Thank you, Chrissy M. Rick K. There we go. Here we go. Hi, Rick K. calling from uh, uh, God's Tropical Paradise here in Miami, and I'm a recovering compulsive eater. So, overeater, actually. So, I was reading this, and I, and I, and I really like it. Um, my current abstinence is uh, about seven months back-to-back. And uh, when I first came into the program 13 or so years ago, I got that magic of the first year, and I was able to get more than a year of, of abstinence. But since then, I haven't been able to get a year. And over the last couple of years, I've struggled mightily to get to put back-to-back time together. Um, and uh, and yet, like a lot of people, I'm, I'm also in another fellowship where I've got like a lot of years back-to-back. Um, so, but I still kept coming to meetings even though I couldn't maintain my abstinence. And I still studied the big book and all the materials because I love them. And I still continue to share and to have a sponsor. And I have another favorite meeting that's on Saturdays. It's also a big book study and I would always come in and I would share in that meeting lightly about what my struggles were with uh, maintaining my abstinence and then I would go into my knowledge of the big book and my knowledge of the program and yada 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 Um, until finally my sponsor said to me you know that's enough if you want to share about what your problems have been if you want to share about the struggles you've been having by all means please do so I, I, I implore you to do that but stop telling us how to work the program because you can't share what you don't have. You can't transmit what you don't have. And I took great resentment to that, you know, and uh, rather than sharing about my struggles, I just stood mute in meetings for a while um, until finally uh, I started to get some back-to-back abstinence. And it's the truth. I, you can't share what you don't have. If I don't have any abstinence, then I certainly can't tell people how they should work the program. And even if I have it, I 
you know, I can I can share my experience, strength, and hope, but not tell people what to do. Um, and the other thing is that that you know you see a lot of people from other programs come into the rooms of Overeaters Anonymous and think that they have this great knowledge of the Big Book and these materials. And what my sponsor always says, and and what I said to to newcomers is that the credits are non-transferable. That even though we're doing the big book here, this is the big book as it relates to uh, Readers Anonymous and to food. And lovely day, and I'm really glad to be here, and wonderful meeting, and thank you, everybody, and I'll pass. Thank you, Rick K. Gail T. This is Gail T. in Texas. Can you hear me? Thank you for your service, Melanie. Well, this is a fabulous paragraph for me, or this section of the paragraph, like everything that we've read in the big book. People would, I have never felt separated from my higher power. When people say, were you with your higher power today? Of course I was with my higher power today, but it was a very personal kind of internal process. And what the steps have done for me is to activate that higher power that was, the word that comes in to mind is closed, but I don't know if that's an accurate word, that was closed inside me, got activated by doing the 10th, 11th, and 12th step, steps. And so that higher power now is active. Because I have learned that any time I'm afraid or dishonest or selfish or whatever that other one is, that I'm supposed to do something. And that when I do something and then call someone, I'm participating in life with someone else. I have the courage to activate, to connect. And I think for me, and I didn't even know I was going to say this, but for me, uh, involving myself in the 10th, 11th, and 12th steps have been my connector. And I'm secured, more secure now to connect with others. And that's what my higher power has always wanted for me, to connect and, um, yeah, to connect. I've always had the principles of having more kindness, compassion, love, being non-judgmental. Uh, I didn't know, though, how I wasn't so much because I identified when I was. So doing the 10th and 11th 12 steps have shown me when I'm not, and that has cleared, cleaned me up a whole lot. And I am so grateful for all of you, and I, too, will be at the conference. And thank you all. I pass. Thank you, Gail T. Jill T. Good morning. This is Jill T. from Pittsburgh. Uh, day 46. Um, meeting in 46 days. I am very grateful for this uh, paragraph as well in that my um, spiritual uh, pattern or my spiritual growth seems to be one of slow movement or, you know, slow, steady movement, thank God. I've had a few aha moments, I know that, but by listening to people on this phone meeting, I am realizing that there's a lot more out there for me to learn. However, it says that you know, this this paragraph says that I can give away what I do know, and what I do know is if I ran into somebody who is completely outside of the big book, I could at least point them to the big book. 
which is a huge lifesaver to begin with. So I'm grateful that every little tidbit that I am learning from others is something I can share. I'm not completely useless at this point. And I, too, gravitate towards the wisdom of listening to others who have more growth, time, and experience than I do. And I'm grateful for that, too. One thing I'm also transmitting today is that I do, I'm in a, I'm in a just difficult emotional place. However, program has told me you just keep doing the program regardless of what your feelings are or what my feelings are, what my emotions are for the day. Program will override them and get me to the end, end of the day and get me through in a much more peaceful manner than if I throw away program to deal with what's bothering me and then try to pick up program later. Program is my center focus for the day, and I'm grateful for that. And thank you, everyone, that you're here. And I will, with that, I'll pass. Thank you so much, Jill T. And Renata G., you'll finish us out today. Good morning, Renata. Renata, star one. Hello. Hi. Is this Renata? Yes. Can you hear me now? Thanks. I I can. Hi. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Renata G. Recovered Compulsive Reader in New York. Um, sit through it that your relationship with him is right. And you know, I mean, that was the whole point of you know working through the steps to get a relationship with a higher power, right, that would solve all my problems. And so, you know, that has to be my main focus every day, to really be right with my higher power's will, because if I don't, if I'm not, then, you know, I go back to my old patterns. I go back to, you know, my old way of living, which was self-will, that never really brought me anything good, you know, and... So, like, and and the way I keep my relationship with God right is by, you know, working these steps on a daily basis. And by doing that, you know, by working 10, 11, and 12, God shows me when I'm off track. You know, as long as I have a willingness to seek God's will, God disclosed to me what is it that I need to do today. You know, I love what Janice shared about you know, in the past, relationships were just about taking, taking, taking. And now, you know, I have to, you know, ask, like, what is my job today? How can I help someone else? You know, how can I give to the world? And that's not easy to do. Sometimes it is, but sometimes it's not. Sometimes I want to do what I want to do. I want just, you know, to, you know, have fun and think about myself because that's my default mode as a human. I want to live in self-will. And, um, you know, and great events will come to pass. You know, as long as I keep my relationship with God right, God enables me to pass on the miracles that are passed on, you know, that happen in my life. You know, the recovery that I achieve, I can then pass on to others. And uh, that's all I want to share. Thank you. Thank you, Renata G. And thank you to everyone who shared today their experienced experiences with this particular paragraph. Thank you so much. And now I would like to ask you to 
join us for a second unrecorded hour of study immediately that will be following the closing. Martha Z, would you please read page 164? Our book is meant to be suggestive only. Thank you, Melanie. This is Martha Z. I'm a recovered compulsive eater by the grace of God from near Philadelphia. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order, but obviously you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right, and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is the great fact for us. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit, and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you until